Welcome to the Inspiring Lifestyle Podcast, where we discuss all things faith, home, well-being, and entrepreneurship. I am your host, Trudy Maples, and I am so honored to have you here with me being inspired to live your very best life. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast today. I am so excited. I love doing this podcast because every time I look across the podcast table, there's someone really cool that I love in my life. And today we have one of my friends from high school who has written a book and she's amazing. Her name is Carol Tetzloff. Um, she's an author and a speaker who makes the Bible approachable as she invites you into his story. And we are just so honored to have you today. Mm, thank you, Trudy. It's so good to be here. <laughs> so fun. Her passion is to see women engage in the Word and be transformed into a life of worship. And as she brought her book in today, it's just so beautiful. I'll have a picture of it on our Instagram so you guys can see it. And we'll show you how to get it. Carol serves on the ownership team of Redemption Press and is an associate publisher. Her greatest joy is helping authors share their stories. Whatever she does is found with excellence to bring God glory. And I know this for sure because I've watched you live your journey our whole lives, um, either when we're together in person or watching you on social media. It's such a gift. Um, She lives in Gilbert, Arizona, so she's close to us here. In Arizona, she's with her husband, and within a stone's throw away, she has nine, eleven grandchildren. You're way past me, <laughs> and <laughs> you have boys. You have boys and girls, right? We do, and mostly we, boys. <laughs> we just have boys too. We're hoping for a girl, maybe. So, I'm um, seriously the best and busiest life ever. She loves it. She li- she loves all things yellow. She's wearing a yellow, beautiful shirt today. Um, super sweet iced coffee, cute shoes, playing the piano, and organizing anything she can get her hands on. Her award-winning Bible study, Ezra, Unleashing the Power of the Praise, released in June 2021 and has been a part of women's Bible study groups around the U.S. and Canada. The theme of this Bible study resonates in her every breath. May the story of my life be found with worship in His eyes. And it is beautiful. I'm so excited mm-hmm. that I get to do this. It's a seven-week Bible study. Yeah. Um the colors you picked are gorgeous. And <laughs> I love you. that I have a signed copy. I love when I have people on my podcast that have books because then I get these really cool signed copies. For sure. <laughs> it's always very special. It yeah. is so fun. Like those friend books that you give, it's just like yeah. the best. So tell us a little bit about your family and your lifestyle, what you like to do in your spare time so our listeners can get to know you from you a little bit. Yeah. So spare time is kind of foreign in my world right now, but I do um, have a husband and we have four kids and 11 grandkids, um, one on the way this July. So we do a lot of t-ball, baseball games and basketball, volleyball sports with the, the grandkids and supporting them. We do a lot at our church and I love shopping and going to lunch with friends. And I love staying home, actually, because my life is very much on the road. And so when I get to be home and just enjoy my house, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I can relate to that. I just think the older we get, the more we just love that sanctuary of home. Mm-hmm. Because we are busy. And when we do get to be home, it's just that beautiful time. So I can relate to that big time. So what was your career background before becoming an author and writing this book? Yeah. So I actually started um, after college, was an elementary school teacher for eight years. And then I went on staff at my church where I had grown up as children's director was my first role there. It morphed over the years to everything from women's ministry to worship ministries. Um, 
But yeah, just lots of serving people and being a part of ministry and what God was doing in our community and in our church family. I love it. And you still attend there. Um, So it's Mesa Baptist in Mesa, Arizona. That is where Carol and I met. We were in youth group together. That's where I met my husband, Nathan. That's where we got married. And you were on staff there after we all graduated for 22 years and you still attend there. And I think that legacy is huge. I mean, that church is standing because of your service and your heart through all those years. And I know now it's thriving as you've shared with us this morning. And it's just so fun to see your legacy there. It's it's amazing to watch and to I remember my very last Sunday when I was able to, as the worship leader, one of the the guy that was um one of our lead singers, guitar player, he was going to step into to that role. And it was so fun to just challenge him and encourage him and and challenge the congregation. Like it's going to look different and it's okay Mm -hmm. because we are on the move to do something new in this place. And he's done such a great job. So just seeing the legacy of what you leave behind and how it's continuing to thrive is such a blessing. So cool. And to be young and be able to be there still and watch this all. I mean, we are in our fifties, but that's just a number, right? Right. For sure. I love it. Well, I think that, you know, going through all that you went through in ministry and life and family and all the things really gave you a lot of insight into, you know, writing this book, Ezra Unleashing the Power of Praise. And so I wanted you to share with us the journey that God took you on to reveal what He wanted you to take on in this project. Yeah, so Ezra actually came out of a 10-year kind of walk through the hard. Our church was going through a lot of challenges, and I remember at one point just needing to pull away and to um, find a place where no one knew me. And so I started attending a Bible study at another church, um, and the woman was teaching through Ezra. And I remember listening and going every week thinking, this book is speaking to me. And it really got me through a very challenging time in my life, making me realize that um, God was going to take a remnant of people, and that's about all we had left at the church, mm-hmm. and we were going to be sent to rebuild and do His work. And that's what it's about, um, is, you know, that's what the book of Ezra is about, But as they rebuild the temple, they're rebuilding their worship, the tradition of worship, but God teaches them so much more. That worship just just isn't about a place. It's about a continual lifestyle of everything we do for His glory. I love that. And, you know, even thinking back to the church that you're talking about, like any church, like it's not the building, it's the people. And as people move on or pass away or, you know, there's that cycle of new growth and new people coming in. And within the walls of those places, there are hard times. And when you just said, I could relate so much of being a pastor's wife for 28 years. I remember doing that too. I would go to other churches and go to Bible studies where no one knew me because I just needed that place with just me and God. And that just resonated with my soul. I didn't know that you had done that. And I think that that's so powerful and that that, you know, made this and came out of that. Mm -hmm. So what a cool thing. If anybody is listening and you're going through a hard season in your life right now, or you're struggling to whatever it is, because we all have things, we all have stuff, you know, you may want to grab Carol's book. It may really minister to you um, in this season of hard. Mm -hmm. So So tell me, um, 
you know, about this Bible study you wrote? What is the concept? You've shared that a little bit, but how does it apply to everyday situations in the details of it? We've kind of scratched the surface of it, but tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I was sitting at a table in my Bible study group that I was leading. Um, I was the women's ministry director in charge of all the Bible studies, but I had my little group of eight that we'd sit and do our study together each week. And I remember complaining one day. I was like, man, do you guys always, do you feel like this kitchen sink is never empty? Like, I don't care when I walk in the kitchen. And so I was talking about how I always feel like I'm doing dishes. And the one woman, much older and wiser than I, stopped me and said, Carol, how about instead of complaining about doing the dishes, why don't you thank God for the people who made the dirty dishes? And it just stopped me in my tracks. And I thought, you know what? Even doing dishes is an act of worship mm-hmm. when we have the proper attitude, when we come in with thanksgiving. And so really the Bible study, although it leads you through the book of Ezra and it's very verse by verse expository, it also leads you to a life where you can recognize everything you do from sitting at a corporate room table to playing with your grandchildren on the floor, to taking your kids to preschool, whatever it is that you do can be worshiped to our God. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. I love that we're having this conversation because it really is about the bread and butter of life. You know, we all know the Lord. We grew up knowing Him. It's been a theme, a thread through all of our lives. And it's so fun to see the different journeys that God has taken us on, whether it's business or ministry or comes. Mm-hmm. And just Nathan and I have recently been watching Chosen. Have you and um, your hubby been watching that? I have not seen a single episode. You need to check it out because honestly, it just, I know it's a show, but it just shows the heart of Jesus, shows the heart of God. And it's it's a really cool thing. You have to check it out and let me know if you if you watch it. Yeah. I love it. So tell me, um, I love a good journal. And what is unique about this as far as the journaling process of what you can do as far as journaling within this Bible study? Well, every day has a, a excerpt that you do reflect because Bible study only makes a difference in our life if we allow it to transform us, right? And we allow the Spirit to work within the words that we are reading. And so oftentimes when I was doing women's ministry, I would find all those questions that talk about their life and what they were thinking and feeling at the moment as they were reading and processing through, they would leave those things blank because you don't want to be transparent. You don't want to be vulnerable to Mm -hmm. the people sitting around you. And I always encouraged women to really take that step and really give an honest look and allow the Spirit to really work within their life. And so every single day, there is this reflection point where you will stop for a minute and just pause and be still and ask God, what are you saying to me today? And how can I use the truth of your word to navigate my next step in life? I love that. So cool. I think that's one of the coolest things about being a Christian is knowing that you don't have to be scared or sad or um, feel those emotions for long periods of time that God allows us to go through things, but He also is there for us through everything. And that is such a great comfort um, through all of it, even in death. You know, we don't have to fear that. And that is such a gift and such a blessing. And so for any of you that don't know the Lord that are listening to this, please know that He's our Savior and that He died on the cross for our sins because every one of us is sinful and every one of us has done things we're not proud of. I mean, look at the Ten Commandments. If you can read those and say you haven't done any of those, you're lying. (laughs) So it's so great um, to have a faith and know that we have freedom in Him. 
and that we're forgiven and we don't take that lightly and that grace is so good. So I love that you bring them back to that place of thought and really encourage them to write it down because the more vulnerable we are with each other, the more we grow and the more we feel safe, I feel like, Mm -hmm. and the more we can just open up and be more of who God wants us to be. And I think that's huge with this Bible study. I'm so excited to do it. I'm so excited to walk through it and to know that one of my friends wrote it is really cool. Thank you. I'm it it is when you take that moment to just pause, it's the most transformational part of your study every single day. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you're busy. I mean, it took us forever to have you come here to our home office to record this. And I didn't want to do it on Zoom because selfishly I wanted to see you oh. and have you in front of me. And one thing about our friendship is that we've been friends for a really, really long time. And we can have, you know, we'll message each other every now and then and be like, hey, do you want to meet at TCAGTons and go to lunch? We need to do that again. We do. <laughs> um, but then sometimes more time goes between those meetings and stuff. And so you're just like the kind of friend that I could sit down with and pick right back up where we left off because we have so much in common and the Lord being one of them. And also as time is in between those spaces, we can pray for each other. But I know that you're someone that if I really needed someone in my life, I could call you and you'd be mm. there. And you the same about Thank me. You, Trudy. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it is really important to have friends like that because we all, as we you know, get older and have families and kids. And for those that are listening that maybe are young and in that new stage of life, your life is going to transform so much. You're not even going to recognize what you were 20 years from now. Um, but to be able to have those consistent relationships and the key really is Jesus. It really is. Because it has our eyes are fixed on Him and it means that our motivations and everything that is within us is pointing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So of course, when you get together, it is like you've never been apart. It's so true. And that's what heaven's going to be like. It's going to be so fun. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, a lot of times people say, oh, the, fr- the friends you have in high school are not going to be there in 10 years. But the friends that we are and that we have... They're not necessarily from high school school. They're from our high school youth group. Mm -hmm. And we were all so close and tight and we all know each other. Even now we were talking about doing a reunion. Um, So that might be super fun to get us all together. But just think about friendships, you guys. I just wanted to bring that up in this because friendships that last a lifetime, you know, we always hear friendships are here for a a reason, a season or a lifetime. We're definitely lifetime friends and that's such a blessing, but you guys, when you're thinking about your friendships, really think about who those people are that are your lifetime friends, um, because they are going to be there through all of it, mm-hmm. the thick and thin, all of it. It's really great. So as you navigate your travel schedule and you know, how do you make sure you take care of your health, time with your husband, your family? How do you kind of navigate all that? Because I'm sure that there are women and men listening to this podcast that are like, I'm so busy. I'm traveling so much. I don't, I'm not taking care of myself. Um, it's hard to make time with my family. Like, how do you navigate all that as a as a Christian woman, author, very successful, busy person? Right. So, I guess the first thing that I really do, and it's every day, no matter if I'm on the road or if I'm at home, is I tithe the first hour of my day to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like every single morning, sit down with my cup of coffee with my. Um, with my Bible, my journal, and just spend time with Him. And if I get up early enough, sometimes it's a little more than even an hour. Um, but that really sets the trajectory for my day and allows me to um, 
make sure that I put things in the correct priorities and perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, It does get a little hairy. There are times when I honestly, I'm not that great at balance. And when things, you know, are happening and I have events that I'm planning for and I'm behind in scheduling um, with things that I have to get done, it's not perfect. And it's okay that it's not perfect. We just have to learn to, you know, really take a step back when we do have that time and what is our priority. When I'm home, I always make sure that I get to go to our grandkids, you know, sports events and I spend time with my husband. It's really important to me that we eat dinner, you know, almost every night together when we can or lunch together. Like when we have a meal, we sit at the table together. We don't watch television during it or do anything like that. Like that's our time when we can talk. Uh Um, We pray together then, you know, it's, it's taking things that you do naturally in life and being intentional with it. Absolutely. And it's those non-negotiables, mm-hmm. you know, that you are putting as a priority because those are the most important relationships in your life right. amongst your career. So, so tell us about your health. Like how do you, how do you stay healthy and bright and energetic because you're on the move and well, cause you're traveling a lot. And sometimes- yeah, so I probably am not the most healthy person ever. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, but I do make sure I get lots of sleep. Mm-hmm. I drink lots of water and um, just, you know, those are probably the two main things that I make sure that I do in my life is sleep and water because it it's what, I know what things like trigger me not to be healthy. And so I just don't eat those foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. Yeah. I'm not big on exercise. Like I would, I would love to be an exerciser. I am not like, if you see me running, you better run too, because somebody's <laughs> going to, somebody's chasing us. Right. <laughs> so, um, but, but yeah. And when you're at, events and things like that. When you travel so much, you're so on the go that you're just always walking. I was going to say, if you wore a smartwatch, you'd probably walk like a million steps a day. My steps count is really big when I'm on events. Yeah. Just daily. Yeah. I love what you said about sleep too, because I feel like, you know, when we were younger, I think we all tried to run on four to six hours of sleep when we were building Mm -hmm. things in our life. And sleep as we get older is so important and so part of our schedule um, that we need to make sure it is because otherwise you just can't function in anything else in life. So So what are your goals and projects for the future? Wow. Okay. So, well, my husband and I just took um, co-ownership of Redemption Press. Um, So we are, me specifically, um, but he definitely is the business brain behind it. I'm more of the relational and kind of project brain, but we... um, we're, you know, we're the legacy for Redemption Press and helping authors publish their stories and their books. And so, you know, our goal is just to see really God use this company in a way that continues to impact the kingdom and with the written word and just to grow it and to see what God does. So it's just so much fun just going to all these places and meeting new authors, potential authors that come into our family. And um, so our goal is to really grow the business and see what God's going to do with it. I love that. How cool is that? Well, it'll be fun. We'll have to have you on another podcast down the road and you can give us an update on all that is going on. So tell everyone where they can find you on social media and we'll also have it in the show notes as well. Yeah, so I am just I'm on Facebook and Instagram mostly. You can go to my website; it's much easier. Just caroltutsloff.com. All the links are there. You can see where I'm speaking and all the things that I'm doing. So okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this yeah, today. Thank you for having me. You're just like a bright sunshine, sunshine <laughs> sitting across from me in that yellow shirt. I know yellow is your favorite, <laughs> um, but we have just been so honored, and I cannot wait to dive into this. Thank you, Trudy. It was fun. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, subscribe and share it. Also, follow Inspiring Lifestyle Podcast on Instagram. And remember, always be inspired to live your very best life.